Hey guys, it's Colin with the One Reality Podcast. In today's episode, we are talking about 1st John 3, KJV versus ESV. And this is going to be a very important episode uh, because the distinction in 1st John 3, when you look at KJV and then you go and look at like ESV or the NIV, there is this huge difference in the translation. Whereas a lot of different words used and it's really important that we cover this, and that's why I'm talking about it right now. But just a reminder to those who are listening, be sure to follow us on Anchor. Uh, you get to see the podcast like 24 hours before everyone else. Uh, plus, you can even send me messages and be a part of the podcast if you want to ask questions and see a certain podcast on something. So join Anchor. Uh, go back to that ad I just played. Click the link. Uh, it helps support uh, the podcast. Uh, but anyway, let's get into this. Uh, here's the distinction that I want to talk about today. It's with a uh, verse. Well, let's just read uh, 7 through 9 in the KJV. And then I'm going to read 7 through 9 in the ESV. And I want you to notice uh, the difference here. So here's the King James version of verse 7. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. Verse 7 in the ESV. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous, as he is righteous. Verse 8 in the KJV. He that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Here's verse 8 in the ESV. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil. For the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. Verse 9. Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin, says the KJV. What does ESV say? No one born of God makes a practice of sinning. You see that distinction? That's a huge difference. KJV says commit, as in one-time action. And the ESV is saying practice. And I remember my Sunday school teacher back at my old church always tell me, Practice makes perfect. Practice means multiple sins, habitual sins. You know, if you commit a sin here and there, it doesn't mean you're of the devil. It's only if you go off deliberately into this horrible life of sin. Um, and depending how big of a sinner the person is explaining this, uh, you'll see how much they exaggerate that. But which is it? Is it the one who practices sin, or is it the one who commits sin? That's what we're going to be looking into. And when you actually get down to it, you go and pull up uh, the Greek, and you go into Foyer's Greek lexicon, and you look at that word that says do. He that committeth sin, he that practiceth sin. That word commit, or the word do, it is the word paeo. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Paeo which literally means to commit. If you go into Thoyer's Greek lexicon, you look at how this is translated, it literally means to commit. And actually, it's the same way in 1 John 3, 4, where you know, it, it, it's actually translated, you know, that same word commit, 
in 1 John 3, 4, whosoever committeth sin transgresseth false of a law. This, that's the exact same commit in verse 9, according to Thoyer's Greek lexicon. So just like whoever commits sin transgresseth the law is the same commit word when it says whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. So why then is it translated practice? Why then is it preached that and, and put into the ESV and these other modern translations that it's like this continuing on in sin, not a one-time sin. <coughs> Excuse me, I had to sneeze. But why is that? I've heard some people argue that, you know, even, even coming from, let's just say, you know, if it's talking about continuous sin, let's just say, for example, m maybe it is talking about continuous sin. Um, let me ask you this. What happens when someone does commit sin? Are they then living an unrepentant life? Are they now living a life where they're no longer submitting to God? Were they in continuous rebellion? When you commit sin, you are no longer living for Christ. You're going the other direction. Honestly, either way you look at it, and then even compare with 1 John 3, 7, if you're going to pull that the, the practice as something continuous, then look at 1 John 3, 7. It is continuous obedience then that makes you righteous. 1 John 3, 7 says, He that does what is right is righteous. And, you know, in the ESV, it says, He who practices righteousness is righteous. So are you going to tell me now that I must continuously do righteousness in order to be righteous? Well, if you keep going back between sin and righteousness, sin and righteousness, living a sin-confessed, sin-confessed lifestyle, you are just nothing but lukewarm. You're in the middle. You're double-minded. Don't let people pull this thing on you and have them pull up their ESV and try and tell you that, you know, this means, you know, if you're doing multiple sins that you're of the devil. No, it's whoever commits sin is of the devil. That's why, you know, I frown upon, uh, frown upon ESV and the NIV. It's one of the main reasons why I stick with the KJV. Uh, the only reason... I usually read out of any other version is because sometimes it puts it into simpler language that a younger mind can understand. You know, I'm 22. I'm pretty good at understanding what the KJV means and it's, you know, oldly English uh, ton. But if a verse, you know, if I look at the Greek and I see that the ESV is not misrepresenting the text, uh, in any way, I will sometimes use it in my videos because sometimes it's easier to understand a passage when it's spoken in modern day English. Even though there are times where the ESV and NIV really twist stuff like, you know, Romans 7. I forget which one does it, but one of them adds sinful nature into Romans 7 that's not even there in the text. You know, you have to be careful which Bible version you're reading. You need to be making sure that you know, when you're studying a passage deeply and trying to understand it, that you're looking to the text. You're looking up these words and what they actually mean. And I'll even say that sometimes the KJV doesn't get it right either. I believe the KJV is probably one of the best English translations out there, in my personal opinion. But again, always go to the actual text. Look up the words. 
you know, study what it says, um, see what those words and those definitions actually mean and go off of those. Um, I don't believe you could ever be steered wrong if you are actually studying uh, what these words mean and following them off of that. But that's my quick take on this. I wanted to share that with you guys just in case you've ever had that brought up. You can always bring up definition 4160. That is paeo uh, in the Greek. You can always just find it online too. You can go to Bible Hub. It's a great place to study the Bible. Uh, Blue Letter Bible even has it on there. You can look up these words and open up the Bible tools and see what they actually mean. But thanks for listening to today's episode, and I'll see you guys in the next one.